Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Tell me, if I had a little peek at your to-do list, how long would it be? You're assuming I write a list? Mm-hmm. I don't always write a list. Okay. In my head, it's a bit of a mess, mm. but it's quite long. It's long. Okay, well, brace yourself for the long list to vanish, because this week we are practising the Power Hour. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon, and this is Self Care Club Wellness Road Tested. What if we told you that one hour could totally transform your self-worth, mentality, productivity and your life? You know how we've all got those niggly little tasks that you keep meaning to get round to doing, but they don't need to be done and they don't have a deadline. So they just keep sliding to the bottom of the to-do list and never quite happen. Yes. Right. Well, that is what a power hour is for. The premise is simple. Reclaim a single hour of your day for you. Doesn't matter when, doesn't matter why. All that matters is that you take it back and use it on yourself. A power hour is simply dedicated time to tackle tasks you keep putting off. It's long enough to make progress, but not so long you resent it or find a reason not to do it at all. By giving it a title, it becomes a thing. And a thing is less likely to be ignored than all the little tasks that you've been putting off. So whether it's logging receipts rather than letting them all build up at tax return time, booking the kids into the dentist, measuring up for that new storage unit you need to order, working your way through decluttering the cupboards, putting together that business plan. Jesus Christ, there's a lot here. Mm. Or training for half a marathon, if that wasn't enough. They all need dedicated time set aside to get them done. A power hour is a phrase coined by Gretchen Rubin, author of The Happiness Project in 2014. In her ongoing work to find ways to be happier in life, she realised she needed a reliable way to attend to those tasks that don't rank high on the priority list and yet cause problems and stress when left undone. Rubin observed that tasks that can be done anytime are often done at no time. (laughs) And these tasks, when left undone, drain your energy and create stress. She came up with the idea of the power hour, an hour scheduled each week on her calendar for focusing on these lower priority yet still important tasks. 
Nothing is more exhausting than the task that's never started, she says. I knew this, but nevertheless, I'd accumulated a lengthy list of small, mildly unpleasant tasks that I kept putting off, in many cases for months, maybe years. These tasks weren't urgent, which is why they didn't get done, but they weighed on my mind and sapped my energy. The accumulation of these little chores made me feel overwhelmed. But how could I form a single habit to cover a bunch of non-recurring, highly diverse tasks? I hit on an idea. Once a week, for one hour, I steadily work on these chores. An hour didn't sound like much time, but it was manageable. With this hour, I tackle only tasks where I had no deadline, no accountability, no pressure, because these were the tasks that weren't getting addressed. Although no one else cared when I replaced my office chair with the broken arm or donated my daughter's outgrown clothes to a charity shop, it made a huge difference to me. Then in 2020, Adrian Herbert wrote a book called Power Hour and launched a podcast of the same name, where she took this idea to a bigger and deeper level. The concept of this book is about reclaiming an hour of your time every day rather than once a week. Reclaim literally means to take back something that was originally yours that's been lost or stolen. Time is yours. Before you give it to your kids or your WhatsApp or your work or your social life, the power hour is about claiming it back. I love that. Carving out one hour of focus and solitude is so important, she says. I make sure I have that first hour of the day to focus on myself. Whether I spend it going for a run, doing Pilates or working on a project, that hour gives me focus and solitude with no one else expecting me to be available for them then. It's non-negotiable. One hour every day with no distractions. Women especially often think of prioritising themselves as being selfish, but you can't give what you don't have. She emphasises, I'm not suggesting people should change their whole lives. I don't think that's realistic or necessary. Just try to start with one hour a day. Don't underestimate the impact of how powerful small changes can be. For Adrian Herbert, when she first set her alarm for 5.30 three years ago, it was out of necessity to find time to train for a marathon, fit around looking after her son and work as a personal trainer. But the one hour absolutely changed her life. She used it to launch the podcast and write the book. And crucially, it became time to heal and thrive. Feeling at an all-time low following fertility struggles and a miscarriage, Adrian found that the hour gave her the space to restore her sense of self. When the marathon was over, she didn't change back her alarm. If you're freaking out at the sheer thought of a 5.30am start to the day, don't panic. It's up to you to decide what time you get up. The power hour is just a mindset. It's about empowering yourself to make a choice and take action. Adrian endorses early mornings because it's easier to find solitude and avoid distractions. But she says she'd rather people found an hour for themselves at any time at all rather than never. How many times have you said, I'd love to, but I don't have time? The power hour message is simple. We all have an hour to dedicate to building the life we want, whether we think we do or not. Stop waiting for the right time and use that extra hour to work on your goals before the rest of the world wakes up. What you do is up to you, but how you prepare for this time is vital. You don't want to get up at the crack of dawn only to lose 40 minutes scrolling through Instagram. If it sounds challenging, think of it this way. There is no pressure to be productive 24 hours a day. Just start with one. So whether you prefer Adrian's approach, using an hour early in the morning to achieve your ambitions, or Gretchen Rubin's approach to take one hour a week to relieve the stress of leftover tasks is up to you. But here at Self Care Club, as always, we're here to help guide you through and give you some tips to get started. Yeah, we're so good at that. We're very good at that, yeah. <laughs> so firstly, be realistic about what you want to achieve. Know when to start something, when to continue something and when to stop 
something and never underestimate the impact of one small change. There is no such thing as an overnight success. Change is incremental. As Adrian says, a small match can light a bonfire, but to really make sparks fly, you need to visualise the bonfire too. If you can't imagine your goal, you can't be excited by it. You need to envision it, see it, touch it, smell it. So hold two things in your mind at all times, the here and the now, the actionable, what can I do today that's going to take me 1% closer to that goal and the bigger picture? Mm, That's great. If you do want to start getting up an hour earlier every day, we suggest that you start gradually so that your body doesn't go into shock and so that you don't really resent it. So set your alarm for 15 minutes earlier every day or every couple of days until you and your body adapt. Get out of the bedroom as soon as you wake up because your brain is conditioned to feel sleepy in the bedroom. So just step out of it to stop you climbing back into bed and motivate yourself by keeping something related to that early morning task in place where you're going to see it as soon as you get out of bed. For example, like leave your gym clothes right on the floor or, you know, on a chest next to your bed. Incentivize yourself by having a really good coffee or an extra long hot shower And do something that you don't usually do to make yourself feel special about your achievement of waking up early. Rewarding yourself helps you continue the practice diligently. Follow proper sleep hygiene so that you're not too tired. You can listen to our whole week that we dedicated to sleep hygiene if you need help with that. And lastly, but most importantly, be kind to yourself. If you feel under the weather or exhausted, go easy on yourself and just have a lion. But you can use that as a power hour. Sure. You know, sometimes you need an extra bit of sleep. Just always check in with yourself. So what sort of tasks are best suited for focusing on during a power hour? hour. Well, chores in your home or office that annoy you or nag you that they need doing, tasks on your to-do list that carry over from day to day and are still worth doing, tasks that aren't time sensitive or are typically recurring like bill paying or like my daughter's passport that's been on my mind, something large that you are working towards that will take many hours of time and focus work like a book proposal, a business plan, learning a new language, studying or training for that half marathon. Why are we using the half a marathon thing? Lots of people seem to do that shit. I don't know why you're asking me. I'm never going to train for a half marathon in my life. That's why I'm asking because you wrote the show. Well, it just seems to be something that comes up a lot. Back to a half marathon. People seem to like need to train for this shit. Of course they do. Yeah, well, then you can use your power hour for it. Also, I think the marathon's coming. No, they can't be doing the marathon this year. I very much doubt it. It's normally around now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. So that'll be two years without a marathon. Hmm. You say that like I'm emotionally invested in the marathon. Well, you've spoke, you've talked about the marathon a lot in this intro. Listen, I respect and understand that many people really enjoy running. Mm. I'm okay with that. Your husband's one of them. My husband is totally. Would he train for a marathon? My husband did the marathon. Oh, did he? Yeah. So, how does a power hour work? Let's get back on topic. Here is how to use the concept. Yeah. Keep a power hour task list, either in a notebook or on your phone. Write down all those niggly tasks you're not getting around Mm -hmm. to. Number two, plan your power hour. Put aside a dedicated hour each day or each week. Schedule the time on your calendar. Then spend two minutes choosing about an hour's worth of tasks from your power hour task list. Set yourself up for some success by initially underestimating what you can accomplish in an hour. Mm -hmm. Number three, respect your scheduled power hour and get to work. During this hour, stay focused. It helps to shut off email and social networking notifications or just turn off your phone if you're dedicating your power hour to 
anything away from your phone. Put on some music if that helps you focus. When the power hour time is up, it's up to you whether you carry on and finish the task or you just want to stop. It doesn't matter if you haven't finished it. Power hours are for tasks that don't have a deadline. So it doesn't matter if and when it gets finished. If you're someone who has to complete a task list that you start, you might find that you need to carry on. But if you've not been enjoying the task and it's just one of those got to be done things, then you'll be pleased for a reason to stop. So if you choose to stop, that's it until the following power hour. Basically, don't feel guilty for it. Mm -hmm. Just do what you need. And number four, celebrate your accomplishments vigorously, crossing things off your list as you're done or if you delete them. Congratulate yourself for staying on task for an hour and enjoy the happiness of having a nagging chore done. That is the best feeling in the world. And number five, repeat. The power hour works best when it is a regular recurring event. You can aim for once a week or once a day. It's up to you. And it's that simple. So that is what we have done every day for one week. Yes, we have. And I don't know anything about your week. And I don't know anything about your week. No, isn't that great? And I really want you to go first today. Okay, so we'll cut to a short break and then we will come back and discuss our weeks. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultralight and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Join us on the Football Ramble as we explore the ridiculous world of football. We bring in-depth analysis of the biggest moments, like Bruno Fernandes's one-eyed penalties. Sounds like a Metallica song. Yeah, it does. <laughs> obviously, like... one eye open. <laughs> but if you have one eye closed, you know your perception. So imagine yeah. if you tried the dink and it just like went like two feet in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> Every weekday we cover the good, the bad, and the Newcastle. Although Shelby wasn't surprised either. He said the way they play isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't fucking beat him, could you? Could Shelby be the mole? <laughs> Bruce said he was the mole of treason. <laughs> <laughs> to the Geordie Nation. Yeah. Putting the football world to rights. 
<laughs> you want to put a message on a T-shirt under your shirt, slag uh, it off your mind. Yeah. That is an absolute minefield in the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, lads, I'll put it in another language. Do you know how many languages that man speaks? <laughs> with Roy. Yeah. <laughs> I like wash with Roy. We're here with the biggest stories from the sport we love, and we want you to get involved too. Search the Football Ramble on your favourite podcast player to listen now. This was a Stakhanov production. You've been very quiet this week. Have I? Well, not, I mean, as in we have not discussed it at all. No, but I've been thinking about it. I mean, I've been thinking about, no, I mean, I've been thinking about your bit of it. And I just have this like feeling that we are totally opposite. (laughs) So I will, I will tell you, I will reveal. What do you mean? Well, okay, I'll I'll explain and you'll go like, I don't do that. I will reveal that I have a to-do list and because I'm so square, where is it? It's on notes on my phone because where else would it be? And I'm quite religious about it. I mean, A, are you impressed that it's not on an actual notebook, it's on a phone? That's quite modern for me. I'm speechless. Right. And and I kept thinking, I bet Nicole's to-do list is just in her head. Or there might be like a scrap of paper that's somewhere in the kitchen that says, do Daisy's passport. I don't feel like you have a religious dedicated list that stays with you for a lifetime. Am I right or wrong? You are right. Yeah. But you are wrong about the scrap of paper. Okay. No scraps of paper. Never, 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 ever. Even when like my parents, they sometimes give me paperwork for things. And now my dad has learned, you know, when you sometimes go over there and they're like, oh, here, take this. This is yours. And he's learned now just to email it over to me when my mum goes to hand it to me. He's like, she's going to lose it. What are you giving her that for? Right. So everything is electronic. Okay. Okay. Now, often Mm. if there are a lot of things that I need to do, I will write a list on my notes. Like a shopping list? A shopping list. Yeah. There's often a shopping list on yeah. my notes. Or there is a send shopping back, do the passport. There are, when there's niggly bits and pieces, yeah. I, do, I do write it down. Do you have a shopping list, a weekly shopping list? Uh, no. Okay. But when there, well. Okay, so I have a magnetic pad on my fridge. And when I finish no. something and put it in the bin, I write on the list peppercorns or whatever it is. Right. Do you have that? I, I have it in my notes. In your notes. Okay. So I will put Nutella okay. or I will put washing powder. Okay. Yes, okay. on my notes. All right. But it's not a dedicated place. Okay. And I don't delete the one from the week before. So it does get a little bit hectic. Okay. How were you feeling about this week going into the power hour? Um, I felt a bit like I couldn't be fucked with it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Why? I don't like being told what to do. Okay. And this felt a bit like that. Okay. You? I love being told what to do. In fact, I was having this exact conversation with my friend yesterday when we were walking to the pub for lunch. I was like, I think that's why I loved school. I love a rule. I love regulations. Yeah. I love being told, do this, that time. I love it. Yeah, I don't. So I was feeling really positive about that. Um, what was your intention like when you were going into it? Did you think I'm going to do get up an hour earlier? Or did you right? Have well, an can intention? we discuss this hour yeah. earlier yeah. thing? Yeah. Because I get up at quarter past six. I know you do. So I ain't getting up at quarter past five. But do you think that is your natural power hour anyway? I kind of feel like it is. I feel like you have it built into your life already. Well, we'll get onto it. Okay, we'll get onto that. My, I, just, my I don't int- want to peak too All soon. Right. My intention was totally to get do that hour earlier thing. But what time? I know we haven't been doing the school run, but we yeah. are now. So normally, I get up at quarter to seven. Right, but would a, you? So, okay. so the week we were doing it, it was Easter holiday, so that was easier. Yeah. So what time did you get up? Well, again, you'll kind of see in my week. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go on then. I just wanted to... <laughs> What do you want to know? I just wanted to tell you that once I had my phone stolen. It was actually quite sad because it was stolen from the roof of my car because I was helping my grandmother go into her nursing home. And whilst I was helping her in, someone nicked my phone that I just put on the roof of the car to take my grandma by the elbow. Anyway, is, any, is, is anyone wondering where this is going? Yeah, how this I'm relates tell to the week? You. I'm sure you will. Because on my phone was my to-do list and it was a long time ago. So I wasn't like backed up to the imaginary cloud it's not imaginary okay the real cloud <laughs> so it's not a cloud I didn't have I lost my to-do list and in all seriousness it was killing me like the loss of the list was worse than the loss of the phone because I felt like I felt rudderless I felt like there was a whole oh. list of things that I now couldn't remember and I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing and it it nearly killed me oh, it pulled like the rug from out under your yeah, feet yeah it really did so so I I know that I really need my to-do list like it's very important to me I just wanted to just get that straight off the bat <laughs> thank you thank you for clearing that up everyone feels very relieved for knowing that <laughs> I mean, what happens seriously. if you complete your to-do list and you don't have a to-do list I always have a to-do list I have three children and two jobs yeah so <clears throat> I mean yeah you do even on holiday, there's a to-do list, right? Like what? Put on sun cream. <laughs> what? No, seriously, what is there to oh, do on like, holiday? Make sure that you've booked like the kids club for dinner or you've made that reservation and like oh, there's always a bit of laundry on holiday for me. I mean, there might not be an actual physical list. but there's oh, So that's more of a stuff. in the cloud list in your head. The iCloud or the real cloud or the cloud in my head. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't know. I don't like the cloud. I'll just get on with your week. Okay. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Very bossy today. <laughs> There's a whole story about the grandma and the phone got stolen. And hold on, we're talking about power hour. How is this even a thing? And you do know that the week isn't on to-do lists, don't you? The what? The week isn't about a to-do list. It's about dedicating an hour to however to tackling you, to however you want to dedicate well, that hour. Let let's just let's just be very clear. I wasn't training for the half marathon. Okay, just in case you were wondering, is she is she training for the half? No, no, I'm not. The Power Hour, day one. I did get up super early, seven a.m. Easter holidays, ridiculously early like an hour and a half earlier than I needed to. Unfortunately, Josh also woke up at seven. So there was no power hour because somebody needed breakfast and somebody needed football socks and somebody needed pat lunch making. So it got to half past five this afternoon and I suddenly found myself with this beautiful spare hour when nobody needed me. So I used it and I redid my shellac on my hands and I did a whole IPL session with my laser hair removal. It is so time consuming and quite boring and a bit of a chore, but has to be done on a regular basis when you first get it. So... I dedicated the full power hour to it. Now it's done. I feel great. I can crack on with dinner. And there we go. That was day one. Surprising. Mm. Really surprising. Mm. I thought you were going to be clearing out drawers. I or... did all that when we decluttered. There were no drawers to clear out. Well, they do clutter back up again. <laughs> Not in my house. They do in my house. Can I just say something that I think about a lot? Mm. I think about a lot. Go on. <sighs> this is <laughs> probably not the most interesting of Come content. Come on. 
My drawers have cluttered back up again. Specifically which drawers? Let's just say the kitchen drawers. Yeah. Right. So. With what? With stuff. And it's not as clean and as tight as it was. Mm. And is this because I make the rest of my family empty the dishwasher and they just throw things in in all the wrong places. And I've often thought, Laura Mishcon's drawers don't get cluttered back up and they don't get messy. Is this because she's the only one that empties the dishwasher or is it because her whole family are completely trained to know where everything goes? B. Ugh. The children and Ollie do empty the dishwasher. Every fork has its place. Every whisk has its place. Every wooden spoon has its place. They go back into their original place. So you cannot, it's physically impossible to clutter. It's not physically impossible. It's not physically impossible. Impossible in my drawers because everything has its place. Well, so did it. It does in mine. It's just that nobody adheres to where the places are. Anyway, moving on. Can I tell you what's been bothering me this week? Just think about it every time I'll I tell you the what I've been thinking about every day this week. Every day this week, when I've watched TV, there's been an advert for Peloton. Okay, <gasps> I don't own a Peloton. I don't want a Peloton. I know you do, and it's like your dream life thing. But I just have to ask you this because I feel like you'll be able to answer it better than me because you're more invested in the whole Peloton idea. When they do the advert for it, yeah, yeah, and and the trainers are doing the classes they always say to the people on the bike or doing the yoga or whatever well done peloton you're doing great or job done peloton why do they call the people peloton are they gonna can't call them john no or rick okay or adam stop or emma i know what they should be calling them what pelotonians and i (laughs) i decided that on monday and it's been bugging me all week. You can't call the punters the name of the product. It's weird. What my trainer does is when you're in a class with him, because yeah. you're on all different sections, so you might yeah. be on the kettlebell section or you might be on the dumbbell section yes. or you might be on the step section. You don't want to be called a dumbbell. No, he does. He calls you dumbbells. He goes, dumbbells, doing 20 squats or he, he does. Okay. Or bikes, you're on. But so I it's under- a piece of equipment. Okay. So he names you by the piece of equipment that you're so on. So this is the same concept. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I it, don't think they care. Okay. I don't think Peloton give a fuck about whether you think that they shouldn't be calling their punters Peloton because guess what? They got a crack in business anyway. <laughs> but can I just put it out there yeah. for their marketing Pelotonians. company? Please call your punters Pelotonians. I think that is genius. Thank you. Thank you. I'll get on with the rest of my week. Why don't you email them and then we might get the free Peloton? If we get a free Peloton... Oh, I get one. I will 100% give it to you. No, but Ollie might like the free Peloton. You can still have it because it's your heart's desire. But but you should email them about Pelotonian. I'm going to because I think it's a thing. Right, let's get on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting very off base here. The power hour does not seem to be happening at the crack of dawn like I intended. It seems to be happening at very weird times in the afternoon. So it's now 3.17 in the middle of the week. And I am going to turn my phone off, sit at my laptop and research and write what I hope is the bulk of next week's show and see how the power hour makes me focus my mind. It is now 3.18. Just as I was going to turn off my phone, my husband phoned. Then he couldn't hear me. So then he phoned me back. Then a call came in for him. So then he said, I'll call you back in two minutes. So then he called me back and said... 
Are you tapping on something? Yes, I said, I'm trying to work. It's my power hour. What do you want? Well, then we had to go into a whole sort of six, seven minute discussion about the logistics of the weekend and the children's football, etc, etc. It is now 3.35 and I'm now trying to begin my power hour all over again. This is a little more tricky than I thought. I mean, seriously, now we're back to the building work noise. I feel like my power hour is absolutely doomed to fail today. That was a bad day. Oh, fail. Power hour fail. That's all right. We're allowed to fail here. We encourage it. It was annoying though. It, was it is annoying. annoying. But, yeah. but, but it's part of the process. Because if you're setting yourself up to do a power hour every day, sometimes that's hard. Yeah, but if I got up at six in the morning, it would have been done, wouldn't it? It would, but sometimes, you know, sleep hygiene doesn't allow that. There's a lot to do. <sighs> Today's power hour has just been completed. I did not move from my chair. I switched my phone off. I sat in silence, no music, and I just worked on my laptop. And that really felt like a good, solid chunk of chores completed. Very satisfying. There you go. Ended on a high there. Beautiful. What what sort of stuff was on your list? Are we done with your week? Yeah. Oh. I was just going to tell you, like, the sort of shit that was on my list that I actually did get done. So, obviously, the beauty maintenance shit is so boring and time-consuming, had to get done. Yeah. Other boring to-do list things done. The main thing was, in my hallway, I don't know if you've ever spotted it, is a huge wooden trunk that is cracked, broken. And inside it is, like, wellies, ball pumps, football boots, trainers, the kids are... Boy things. Boy paraphernalia. And every time I'm in the hallway, I look at this cracked trunk of shit and I just know it needs to be emptied it needs to be binned everything in it needs to be redistributed it is like one of those mental load niggling tasks that doesn't need to be done but I want to get done anyway I did the trunk oh oh the satisfaction oh it was so satisfying what did you when you say I did the trunk you fixed it or you chucked it I emptied it I redistributed everything into other places in the house and I binned the broken trunk. And now I don't have a broken trunk in my hallway and I feel, I mean, that was a, that was such an achievement, a power hour achievement. I really, that, that made me really happy. I like that a lot. You wouldn't have done that without the power hour. I totally wouldn't have no, done that like without that. the power hour. So that was, that was a really good one. Um, and then there were other like bits and pieces, like we had a pizza van that was coming to our street and so pizzas and we had ordering that. and paying for it. So that was like a task that had to be ticked yeah, off and yeah. other bits and pieces. So I do feel like I actually achieved everything on my list. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Uh, the things on my list were my daughter's passport needed renewing. Yep. I told you that about 25 you times. Did. It was really playing on my mind. Yep. There was a load of uh, online shopping that I needed to send back. Yep. Um, there, It's my daughter's bat mitzvah coming up. So there were a lot of phone calls that I needed to make. Yep. It was just niggly bits. Yeah. It's not like we were writing a book proposal yet. Yeah. yeah. We didn't need to use the power hour. I didn't need, didn't feel that I needed to use the power hour for anything like that. I wanted to, and and I feel like, well, maybe I'll say this at the end, but I feel like I would actually like to, to keep this up because I think it's a very constructive use of time. Hmm. Shall I tell you my week before we summarise? Please. Okay. I know it's not a power hour. But I've got ten minutes before I pick my kid, my daughter up, and I'm going to literally power through as much as I can. That's on my list that was dedicated to the power hour, which I haven't done. So I'm doing a power ten minutes today. Lauren, does that? 
count or am I in trouble? Hmm. Does it count? It's a bit like a hit workout version. Power. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That is exactly, you know me. I had to be efficient. That's exactly what it was. Mm. So I sat in my car. Yeah. I was sat outside her camp, yeah. ready to pick her up. Yeah. And I got through about four emails. Well, that's brilliant. It was brilliant. Such an achievement. I know. I was so happy with yeah. myself. First full attempt at a power hour. Uh, finished my workout at eight o'clock. Meeting a friend in the park at nine o'clock. So, need to shower, wash hair, feed the dog, make a pack lunch, make the bed, put the washing on and walk the dog to the park to meet the friend. Will I be able to do it? So I'm going to just power through. Does that count? I don't even know if that counts, but that's a lot to do in one hour. So I'm just going to make it count. For the record, I was in mid power hour when Lauren Mishgon decided to send me a text inquiring about the looks of Dr. Chatterjee and how good looking he may or may not be because she doesn't know who he is. So I had to stop mid power hour, go onto Google Images, find a picture and send it over so that we can discuss post power hour. But I do feel that has stopped me in my tracks somewhat. So Laura Mishcon, my first full attempt at a power hour and it's gone a bit wrong and I'm blaming you. Why didn't you have your phone on aeroplane mode? What? Oh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't put it on airplane mode. Was that one of the rules? Well, it's one of the top tips oh. that we read at the top of the show. <laughs> I didn't do that. So you don't get interrupted by people like my husband interrupting me and me interrupting you. Oh, well, on husbands. Yeah. I've just had the power hour mansplained to me, <laughs> giving me advice on how to do my power hour because I am struggling with it. Um, apparently you're not supposed to do the washing in the power hour. And all I thought was, well, you can tell me you don't have to do the washing in the power hour because you don't have to do the washing. Perhaps that's why it doesn't have to be part of your power hour. I still haven't dedicated a whole hour to this power bit. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I, I get it. I see why it's good for you. But I'm learning I'm quite productive. So I don't always... I, I hate being told when I have to do something. I always rebel, which is what I've learned on this podcast. And being told that I have to dedicate an hour to things that I would get done ordinarily is pissing me off. So that's how I felt about it. But you don't mind dedicating things when you want to do the things. Like, you didn't mind dedicating morning and night to rolling your face with a bit of crystal. I'm still doing that, by the way. Right, but I mean, you know, you don't mind being told to do that. Well, was I being told to do that? Well, that was our practice of the week. So you had to do that for the week, but you could be shagged to do that. I'm wondering what the difference is of why this pissed me off and then the rolling thing doesn't piss me off. I think you like to work in short bursts and that's your natural rhythm. I have a very short attention span. Okay. So if someone's telling me you have to do this for an hour, it's like, well, I don't want to do it for an hour. Mm. So I was doing it in short bursts. An hour is too long. It's, it's too long. I, I did not do it. <laughs> did you not? I did not do it. I did it every day, apart from that Wednesday when I got interrupted and I found it was not long enough. Mm. Interesting. Didn't do it once. To the point, I got all my bits and pieces done, by the way. Yeah. But to the point where the four bags of shopping, one needed to go back to ASOS, Misguided, Sheen, you know, they all needed to be sent back. And I was looking at them throughout the week literally sticking my fingers up at them. Well, fuck you. I'm not sending you back because you're fucking telling me to and I don't fucking want to. 
That's really unnecessarily rebellious. <laughs> and also, no. it's like your own money that is going to get returned to your own bank account. That's just very counterintuitive. I, I'm being honest. That is how but I felt about it. Can you just it. take all four packages to the post office and be done with it in one go? I could have. Yes, I have got a complete okay. phobia yeah. about sending online shopping back. Do you know that about me? No. I hate it. Why? I don't know. I hate well, can I just it. reframe it for you? Yeah. Why don't you use it as an opportunity to form a micro-relationship with your post office person? I do have a micro-relationship with my post there office guy, funnily enough. I once went to a restaurant that my guy recommended to me and it was great. Your post office guy? Yeah. It's bloody great. I actually really like this guy and he got broken into. Not broken into, but... I was there when someone was being really unnecessarily aggressive to him. Yeah. And then three days later on the Facebook uh, group that we where we all live, mm. he got broken into. They'd sort of done a bit of a robbery on him and it was oh. awful. And I went in the next day with a bunch of flowers saying, I'm really oh. sorry and I hope you're okay. So I very much like my post office guy. Well, then what's the problem with going in to see him and returning your packages? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We'll it work does, on that. Let's I'm not suggesting it makes sense. I just mm. don't like it. Okay. So... That's kind of, that was kind of my week. So I told my husband we were doing this week. He also sort of mansplained it, sort of, but he doesn't call it the power hour. He calls it something else. He calls it eat the frog. I'm like, what the, what's that mean? What's that? He said, well, he, he read and was told and then decided that the very best thing to do is first thing in the morning, do all the tasks that you really don't want to do. Yep. First. As in, eat the frog. Do the worst thing first, basically. Okay. So he he lives by that principle. And if you think my to-do list is bad, oh my God, he has something called Wonderlist, which is an app on the phone. And the app closed down. I mean, it was like some sort of nervous breakdown for him. <laughs> he didn't know. He was like, Wonderlist is closing. I'm like, and just write it on a piece of paper. No, you don't understand. Everything is tasked and then there's a subtask and then there's a section. I, I looked at it, there's about nine different, I mean, I've never seen a to-do list like his to-do list, ever. He had to source another app. Like, he runs his life off it. Right. I'm I'm a mere amateur. So, so is he pro... pro- Power hour? Yeah. Or against? Totally I mean, pro. Adam was so pro power hour. Yeah. I, he doesn't normally engage in such lengthy conversation about what practice we're doing. No, he doesn't give a shit. Well, he does, but he kind of, from a point of duty, rather than actually heartfelt invested. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> right? But when I mentioned power hour, mm. he was like... So animated about it. And I was just, all I kept thinking was, I don't really give a shit. Do you think it's the name? <laughs> Do you think it's like, because it's a thing? If we called it the to-do list week, yeah. it wouldn't have been so interested. No. Yeah. I think we need to go into summary because I've got a lot to say in summary. Okay, let, let's summarise. <laughs> so what worked for you? Uh, the mental discipline. To nice. say to myself, this is my hour. Yes. And then yes. knuckling down yes. to that hour. Yes. Um, only, the only day I struggled. I feel like we need some Rocky music. Yeah, that's, that's how it was for me. It yeah. was like a Bon Jovi moment. Um, bon Jovi? Yeah. It felt like a power hour, power <laughs> ballad. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. That's my, <laughs> that's my, that's the song that's in my head. Which one? Any of them. Probably Living on a Prayer. I even want to say power ballad like Pat Benatar, The Power of Love. Oh my God, that's taking me back to my childhood. I'm going back. I'm thinking like meatloaf. Oh. I would do anything for love. I mean, that is a power ballad, right? Yeah. 
That's how I felt about it. Only on Saturday, I couldn't knuckle down. Well, the other six days, I was really strict. Nice. What worked for you? You, re- you really loved this week, I didn't really, you? I enjoyed it a lot, yeah. Um, the reclaiming time for yourself. Mm. I think that is absolutely brilliant mm. and vital. Mm. Um, but right. what I learned is I do this anyway. But, I, but, but all mothers do. No, they don't. They don't reclaim time for themselves. No, but what I mean is in your case, all mothers go, I now have 10 minutes in which to defrost that chicken, find the football socks and be in the car for 3.26. Yeah, with a sandwich. Right. We're all working to that that regime. Yes. Like no other people on earth. No, but this is about reclaiming time for you. Yeah, that's so, the bit we don't do. That's the bit we don't yeah. do. So whether that's, which, I, and I think that is genius and important, but I have learned a long time ago to do that. Mm. And a lot of that is taken up with my exercise. Yes. So I'm pretty much 99% of the time always taking an hour for myself to either go for a walk, yep. go train, and, and that's kind of what I use it for. So you it's have my a natural time. power hour anyway. I do. I always feel, I felt before we went into this week, I know you get up much earlier than me and I know you've always done your exercise by the time we've spoken and it's like 8.15 in the morning when we're speaking. So I felt like you, this was already inbuilt into your life. It was. Yeah. It was. So so my point is, if we go into what didn't work, yeah. to then for me to then find another hour yeah. in my day yeah. was just, it, it, I found it really overwhelming. It wasn't helpful to me. It it caused more stress than good. And an hour just felt too long and difficult to prioritise because I'm already prioritising it elsewhere. But then why could you not have just said at the top of the week, my power hour is for exercise first thing in the morning because and be I, done with it? Well, would that have made a good show? <laughs> would that, okay. I'll tell you what I we should have done yeah. at the beginning of the, right at the top of the show, yeah. I would have said, I'm not doing this week because I already do it. Over to you, Lauren. <laughs> that's a good suggestion no because you genuinely I've talked you through it but what's you- happened is you've basically done a power hour every morning and got up early and then been put in a position where you now have to do another hour so effectively <laughs> you've it done- really resentful but, but, yeah but I totally get that yeah so you already naturally do the practice you didn't yes. really need to do anything else no okay that's that's what I have learned yeah that is what I've learned yeah. and I've also learned that I am really productive yeah but I never used to be I used to be really disorganized yeah. I'm talking probably pre-children yeah and my mum's always telling me how disorganized I am because I don't organize myself the way that my mother does yeah because she's like super on everything she doesn't forget anything yeah. and all of that yeah so I've always kind of carried this label of being a bit disorganized around but actually it's not true no I don't find you at all disorganised. I can't you. deal with disorder and chaos. I don't, I can't cope with it in myself or other people really. And especially in your business partner. It repels me. <laughs> okay, good. So you don't find me disorganised. Oh God, no, I find you on it. Like Thank a car bonnet. On it like a car bonnet. Ooh. It's, a little... it's not a song. <laughs> it's on not it. a so, song. So, yep. th- it's actually, considering I didn't really do the practice this week, I've learned something huge about myself that I am really organised. Mm-hmm. And I know my mum will be listening and she might be disagreeing because I'm not organised with her. And I am a bit forgetful with her, but I think that's just mother daughter kind of stuff. Um, so I'm reclaiming that. Good for you. Thank you. Good. For what you. did you learn? 
Um, that for me, it needs to be daily. I couldn't do it once a week. I would, I would get nothing done. Like everything would fall in a mountain heap. But you probably again do it naturally yourself well, because you are to. so super organized. You cannot run. I have three jobs, yeah. right? And two kids, yeah. a household, yeah. you know, a lot of friends and yeah. I have a busy life. Okay. Yeah. Life hasn't been as busy, but it's generally I have a very full, yeah. wonderful life. I could not run my life if I wasn't organized. No. Plenty of people do, by the way, and they're perfectly happy like that. Yeah, but I would be very them. I would be very anxious and overwhelmed. Well, so would I. So, I feel better in the organization. Yes. Um, yeah. I I kind of it reminded me. But although I'm very organised, I'm not actually naturally very disciplined. Okay. So I like a structure and this works. And I think this would actually be brilliant for procrastinators, for people who are a bit disorganised and who don't like always putting off like, no, come on, Wednesday at 10am, that's your power hour. I think you don't have to do it every day, but I think for those people, and it doesn't have great. To, and it also doesn't have to be an hour. No, but I think an hour is, it's a good solid stretch. And I just, as I said to you, it wasn't long enough for me. For me, I think doing those chores was a little bit long. I, I just don't want people to be put off by it because I do think it's a great practice. I really, really it's about think reclaiming it's... time. Yeah. So if that, if an hour feels too much of a stretch, do half an hour. Mm. Do twenty. Do whatever it is that you can do, but just do it. Mm. Yeah, is what I would say. Mm. Would you recommend to your clients? I mean, if they need it, for sure. Yeah. About if they if they really struggle, and they do. A lot of my clients do struggle to find time for themselves. Mm. Yes. And you? I'm sure you've got new mums. I definitely would recommend it. And also I'd say even to pregnant women, like take that hour to listen to your hypnobirthing tapes. Take that hour to yeah. write a list of what you need for the baby. Don't feel overwhelmed because I think that's a very common thing. Yes. It's like, oh my yes. God, I don't, I've got so much, so much, so much. Just take an hour, do what you can sure. and then leave it. Lovely. And do the rest the next day or the next week. Is it coming in the club? I think it's coming in the club. Uh, it is. I, I think that, it's a solid practice. It is a solid practice, which is funny because I didn't really do it, but it is. But you did do it. I do it naturally. You've always been doing it. I've always been doing you it. You do it for yourself, for your exercise. You reclaim the hour. It's time for yourself. You're moving your body. You're keeping yourself fit and strong and healthy. I think you're like the epitome of claiming the power also, hour. I would never answer my phone in that hour. Well, th ever. Then you are like a master of I the am. power hour. Get me. You didn't even know it. Get me. Yeah. Thank, well thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back on Friday with our epilogue show. If you want to be in touch in the meantime, you can email us hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. We'll be back on Friday. Thanks for listening and stay well. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.